In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. I never have to guess what she's thinking. I know her heart. I know her spirit minute by minute by minute. I know it right when I walk in the door where she's at. And I think that's really important. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we We salute you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10. I'm here with Dale Culver, and I am Jim Ramos. So we're going to jump in today. Got a lot of stuff going on with our Ask Me Anything question. So I'm going to find out what Dale has for man word. What do you got for me today, man? Uh, My word is fiercely. And I'm just thinking about loving our family and loving our wives, and we should be doing it fiercely. Ooh, isn't that pretty great? Yeah, there was a quote from, I can't remember his name now, but he said, that's... There comes a time when every man should be fierce. Something like that. I think that's important. I think that it's important that we realize that our, you know, there's always this whole mommy bear. I'm the mama bear. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's great having a mama bear. Honestly, in 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 nature, a mama grizzly bear is brutal, brutally dangerous, right. fiercely dangerous. Yeah. But honestly, um, a dad who is fierce is more dangerous than any mother on the planet who is fierce because he brings power yeah. and potential violence and authority that she does not have. And so there is a fierceness with a man. And when children know they're under the mantle of a f- potentially fierce father, uh, that's dangerous. I heard a, I read something in a book recently that said that's the set whose book was it? It might've been Mansfield's man on fire. I can't remember the book, but it said, the saddest time for a man is when he realizes he's no longer seen as dangerous. Mm. And as a man gets older, there comes a point where he's now seen as an old man. Yeah. And, you know, I'm 56 years old, so I realize that point is looming. So fitness is important. And and being a, a man that when I walk into a room, there's a, a danger attached, a fierceness attached. And so when it comes to our loved ones, they need to realize that that is something that we are capable of. Right. Administering our strength. So, yeah, that's good, man. So, hey, I want to jump into uh, our Ask Me Anything series. And uh, these last couple questions that I'm getting, you guys, it's not too late to send these in, by the way. But these are tough questions. Tough. And you have to read between the lines. And these are tough. This one comes from SPG. And he says, uh, you talked about love and respect between the wife and the husband. 
and that it isn't you versus your this is on a video i put out it is or i think this might have been a meme we put out it isn't you versus your wife but you and your wife versus the problem then he says but what do i do if i get these ideas and i'm trying to save my marriage but my wife is not the problem comes in a little short phrase that this man put inside of the question and so when you read these questions you really have to look for what this guy's really saying and the phrase here is save my marriage so here's what i want to tell you when you get to the point where you're trying to quote save your marriage you're talking about a whole nother animal i've talked to a couple guys lately who are in that mode where their wife is really seriously considering divorce. The guys, for whatever reason, are not living in the home anymore, uh, whether it's through adultery or whether it's just a bad marriage or whether it's through, you know, some kind of whatever. And they're trying to save their marriage. They are in complete damage control mode. So when a guy's in complete damage control mode, all you can do is play long ball. Mm -hmm. the problem with men is they want to we want to come in and fix it like what do i need to fix it and she's going uh, this is something i saw happen recently i've got 30 years of of neglect from you i won't ever say the word abuse because i think it's thrown away way, way, way too much and i i think oftentimes it's not abuse it's arguing it's fighting right. whatever but I, you've neglected me for 30 years and now you want to fix it in three months there's 30 years of neglect under this bridge. And so what happens a lot of these guys, are, or a guy comes up and he's been cheating on his wife systematically and chronically for, for a decade or two decades. Well, then he wants to fix it and he thinks it's going to go away in two or three years. Bro, <laughs> you have decades, you have years of neglect, of abuse, in, of abusing this relationship, you know, through adultery or through whatever. So to think that you're just going to save your marriage now and be this noble guy that come in after you are one of the, you allowed it to disintegrate, I think that thinking is wrong. And so guys need to realize that if your marriage gets to the point where you need to save your marriage, and I don't relate to this because my marriage has never been at a point where it needed saving. We've had counseling. We've sought counsel. We've had all that stuff, but we've never been to the point where we needed saving. So I would just tell guys, listen, if your marriage is struggling right now, you need to begin to implement long-term solutions to fix your marriage. Long-term term solutions if you think you're going to fix it because now you're doing a date night or if you think you're going to fix it because you know now you're not looking at pornography or if you think you're going to fix it because you broke up with the girl that you were seeing behind your wife's back man you guys are wrong here <laughs> so uh, this is long ball guys we're playing long ball here so i would say and i i just say this over and over again guys if you want to have a marriage that works for you uh, I go back to uh, an interview we had with Ad Rutschman, one of the very famous football baseball coach. He said, "Be the man that you want her to be. Be the you know become that person. Be a man that she wants to be married to. So we need to begin to change into this man that she married. And I think a lot of times women get married to a man who is an illusion. He's not the man mm. she married. And thirty years down the road, when the true self comes out, she's like, "Man, I've had enough of this." So we need to become the man that she married. You need to be the person that your dog thinks you are. You know, and that's what we're talking about here. It's it's changing who we are. 
We are. And that's why we have this podcast. We want men to step into their best version. We want men to begin to win so that their marriages win. And when a man's not winning, no one's winning. So I would just answer this question, and I know this sounds like I'm avoiding the question. I really am not. We need to become the man that will never have to deal with saving our marriage because we are a man that she can trust, that she can surrender her heart to, that she can open her spirit to, that will not neglect her. And if we aren't that man, we're going to be in this saving my marriage mode and not wondering why my wife's not going to comply when she's been neglected for 30 years. I, I wish I had an answer to that. And I just found, I have found that with Shanna and with my relationship with her, the best thing that we've done in our marriage, and I don't think there's a person on the planet who knows this would disagree with this, is that we keep short accounts. Mm. They're too short. But we keep very, very short accounts. I never have to guess what she's thinking. I know her heart. I know her spirit minute by minute by minute. I know it right when I walk in the door where she's at. And I think that's really important so that you don't neglect her spirit, her heart her, for 30 years and then go, now what happened? Well, by then, you don't know how to read her spirit. You don't understand her heart. You don't understand what her soul is is wrestling with. And when you lose that ability, man, it's over. Unless you've got a gracious woman who's willing to be patient while you figure your crap out. So that's all I would say, man. Do you have anything to add on that? Well, I, I, well I'd say this to the, our guys out there that uh, – are watching TikTok videos. Don't take marriage advice from people who are goofing around and playing stupid pranks on each other. It's so stupid. It, 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 you know, <laughs> stick with listening to the, the the advice that Jim gives on his walks on TikTok. <laughs> but there are so many things out there in social media that are not going to help you guys. Well, so. and what cracks me up too is sometimes is you've got these 26-year-olds, 28-year-olds on TikTok that are experts on marriage. I'm like, you're an expert on marriage? Really? You've got no water under the bridge here. You don't even have children, or you have one or two little children. I, I don't want to be disrespectful to the younger generations, but when I was 26, 28, 30, 33, I had no clue what I was doing. And then we hang on the thread of their advice when they haven't even hit 30 yet. And and it's not disrespect. It's just going, man, you need water under the bridge to be an expert. And now you can offer your struggle publicly here's how we're struggling here's what we're working through and i think there's real power in that but man you got to be really careful i've got 30 years of love in one woman i've got 30 years yeah i mean i think i've got something to bring here to guys and so that's why the guys follow us and that you know that's i mean that's why we had a tick three tiktok videos go viral i didn't before i even knew we had tiktok you know, we're just trying to be real with guys, help guys, because guys, it's not about us. Right. We're not the hero in your story. You are. So, yeah. I don't know. That's all I've got to say on that topic. Dale, drive us home. Yeah, guys, we want you to head on over to meninthearena.org and grab your free electronic version of our newest book, Tell Them What Great Fathers Tell Their Sons and Daughters. And while you're there, click join our program. Until next time, fill the wet sand on the arena floor, hear the deafening roar of the crowd, taste the sweetness of victory, smell the stench of battle, get in the game, get dirty, grind it out, and be a man. 
You've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. If you hunger to be your best version, then join thousands of men from around the world in our Men in the Arena forum on Facebook. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of biblical manhood. Make sure to explore our website at meninthearena.org, sign up for the weekly equipping blast, and take advantage of our many free resources designed to help you become your best version of a man. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. Remember, when a man gets it, Everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men's from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.